Welcome to The Anxious Morning, where four days a week, we take a look at ideas, concepts, and lessons designed to help you understand and overcome your anxiety. For more information, visit theanxiousmorning.com. I've written and spoken about this topic before, but it's worth returning to once in a while. Fear, especially fear that comes with disordered anxiety, wants all the attention, all of it, all the time. Sometimes that can look mean, rude, or even selfish. So what does it look like when your anxious fear starts throwing a tantrum and demanding all the attention? What happens when anxiety and fear demand to be the most important thing all the time? You might feel compelled to talk about how you feel the minute you feel anything. If you find yourself automatically describing everything you feel to anyone within earshot, that's fear demanding attention. You may get angry or irritated when you think your fear is being ignored, invalidated, or minimized. When you're sure that something is really wrong, but nobody else around you seems to agree, do you find yourself getting annoyed because they don't understand or are not supporting you? Sometimes you want to see success stories. Then you immediately get annoyed at those stories because your fear will insist that those people didn't have it nearly as bad as you, because you are clearly worse than everyone else. Does that sound familiar? Do you find yourself in an argumentative state when your fear is confronted by friends, loved ones, or other helpers? I've been the target of many colorful words over the years when I dare to suggest that just maybe the fear is wrong. It doesn't have to be the most important thing in the room at all times. Have you ever taken a break from social media because seeing people happy or living their lives makes you angry? That's your fear demanding that you keep it in the spotlight. Happy? WTF? Don't those people know that? Insert your scariest thing here. Your anxious fear loves cliches that insist that the world must revolve around it. It will totally scoop up the memes that declare your fear to be a sign of intelligence, creativity, or enlightenment. You know these. If they can't handle me at my worst, they don't deserve my best. Highly intelligent and creative people suffer from anxiety. I can't help it if I feel so deeply that you can't handle it. Sometimes anxious fear will literally build its own personal brand based on intentionally being too much. You might be doing your best to hide your anxiety or fear, but that's not always the default. Sometimes anxiety and fear decide that they are just going to openly run the show and they are just not interested in who doesn't like it. Now there are two common threads here and they are really important. Number one, you are not mean, rude or selfish. The fear is. The disorder can be all of those things, and often is at varying times. This list is not designed to make you see how horrible you are. It's designed to shine a light on how powerful fear can be in demanding the spotlight all the time. And two, a sure way to trigger an angry, rude, mean, or selfish outburst is to have someone disrespect your fear or turn their back on it. Now, I don't mean disrespecting you. But irrational, anxious fear often kind of needs to be disrespected or it will run roughshod over everything. You are always worthy of respect as any human is. Your fear? Not so much. Can you see the difference? If you ask a recovered person about this, they will nod their head and totally relate to how things changed when they started to recognize all of these patterns and started acting in opposition to them. Fear wants to be heard? Stay silent. Your partner doesn't understand? Try understanding them for a few hours and following along with them. Do you want to start an argument or disagree with somebody on the internet because they dare to suggest that you can get better? Take three steps back and two deep breaths, then try to imagine what would happen if they were right. I mean, you get the idea. 
In these situations, doing what I suggest will feel quite wrong, dangerous, reckless, or irresponsible. Your fear will not be happy that you are putting it on the back burner and ignoring the tantrum it is throwing. It does not like to be ignored. It wants all the attention all the time. In many ways, the recovery process is all about unmasking this tendency, then learning how to starve anxious fear of its need for constant attention. Think about your anxiety and your fear as an obnoxious coworker that just has to be the center of attention all the time. Loud, aggressive, unreasonable. What would you do with that obnoxious coworker? How would you handle that? Now, one more thing before I wrap up. Remember that there is a certain amount of meta-ness in this whole thing. When you are afraid, but choose to leave that fear alone without following it, often you will wind up more afraid. That's just the nature of fear. So if you feel like turning your back on anxiety and fear is just too scary or risky, join the club. Everyone thinks that. Recovered people thought that too, until they started doing it. Then the attention started going to the things that really matter, which made all the difference. If you're enjoying the Anxious Morning Podcast and would like to get a copy delivered every morning into your email inbox, visit theanxiousmorning.email and subscribe to the newsletter. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or some platform that lets you rate or review the podcast, leave a five-star rating. Maybe write a quick review to let other people know that you love the podcast so they might find it too. It really helps me out. Thanks a bunch.